Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional psychic medium and mentor. In this show, I'll be sharing my personal experiences as an intuitive and discussing my journey with mediumship development. But that's not all. I'll also be bringing in guests to talk about fascinating topics like near-death experiences, spiritual awakenings, astral traveling, encounters with interdimensional beings, energy healing, and more. Together through open and honest conversations, we'll challenge the way we think and support one another. My hope is that these discussions will help you connect with your own spirit and feel seen and validated in your experiences. So join me as we dive into inspiring conversations that are going to push boundaries and encourage personal growth. Get ready to explore new perspectives and embrace the power of connection. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today's episode is an episode where I really want to have an authentic and deep conversation with you about religion and mediumship. And can the two coexist? Can we be mediums? Can we develop mediumship while still holding true to our faith and our religious beliefs? And so let's delve in. For those of you that are new to the show, I just want to share a little bit about my background and where and how that has actually inspired me to have this conversation with you today. So growing up, I was raised in a Christian home. My parents were elders in the church. And there was a point in time where my sister and I both went to a Christian private school. We even wore uniforms. We had Bible study. We had to memorize scriptures, the whole bit. And when I was raised, we were told that there were angels and there were demons. There was never any discussion about our departed loved ones, our loved ones who had passed away, ever coming back and being able to connect with us. That was never on the table. But we were told there were such things called as familiar spirits. So what a familiar spirit is called or what it actually is based on the Christian faith is that it's a demon representing themselves to pretend to be your departed loved one in the hopes or with the intention of deceiving you for malicious intent. Okay. So there was all this fear surrounding this. And so a lot of the fear that I experienced at a really young age was because of that philosophy, because of that dogma, because of that doctrine, where I was seeing departed people who looked just as real as you and I, who I was conversating with and having really meaningful experiences with. I really struggled with reconciling that, you guys, because I was told that philosophy, we don't talk to them, we don't connect. But there was something within me that I knew at a soul level that they didn't have ill intent. Now, I will say there were some experiences with the other side that left me feeling a bit disturbed and uncomfortable. And I've talked about that in depth on the show. But what I want to come back to is that I was connecting with spirit, with people on the other side. And to be honest, at the time I was so young, I didn't know that they were dead. I didn't know that other people couldn't see them. And when I actually tried to talk to my mom about it, she knew I was having these experiences, that they were real. She just didn't know how to wrap her head around it, didn't know how to make sense of it. And so I was left being really unsupported. Now, when we're looking at how can we be mediums and still hold true to our faith, I truly believe that we can. And here's why. Because so many different faiths, so many different religions, if we're looking at Christianity, if we're looking at Catholicism, if we're looking at Hinduism, if we're looking at the Sikh religion, if we're looking at Buddhism or Tibetan religions, there's so many different religions. They all have a really strong foundation in spiritual beliefs and a connection to the divine. They all can agree on that. They all have similar understandings of that. 
And I really believe that if we can look at mediumship and approach it from a place of like reverence and respect, that we can look at mediumship as this natural expression of our spiritual beliefs. And we can allow ourselves to really tap into our inner connection to the divine. Because I truly believe that all religion in its initial intent is to help us remember who we truly are, that we are expressions. We are physical expressions of the divine manifested in physical form. And so if we just shift how we look at it, we can see, all right, there's definitely ways that we can embrace our religion while still honoring our natural mediumship abilities. And I truly believe that we all are mediums in our own right, that we all have the ability to connect to our angels, to connect to our departed loved ones. We just need to know how to make that connection. And if we recognize that we are expressions of the divine, it really then opens up our mind, opens up our intention, and opens up our spiritual awareness to actually having those meaningful connections. When I was in the ministry training program at the Spiritualist Church that I was affiliated with, part of my ministry training to becoming an ordained spiritualist minister is that to do a lot of comparative religious study. And I see there are so many different historical precedents within a lot of the religious texts and traditions where there's so many different types of people who've actually exhibited mediumship-like abilities. And I want to share some of those with you right now because if we look at them from a spiritual aspect, we can see that these people definitely have the ability to connect with a non-physical being. So I want to share some of those with you right now because it really does then begin to change our view and our perception on how we can embrace our religion, embrace our faith while honoring our soul purpose, our soul desire to be able to embrace these natural abilities. So in the Bible, they talk about tons and tons and tons of prophetic visions, okay? And a prophetic vision, if we're actually looking at it from a spiritual sense, it is actually clairvoyant visions. But Christians believe that prophetic means that that vision has been given from God, okay? So in the Bible, there is like numerous, numerous instances of prophets that were receiving visions and messages from God or the divine. So for example, actually in the book of Daniel, there are a couple accounts of prophetic dreams and visions that Daniel interprets, and they're actually indicating a form of communication with the spirit world. Now, communicating with spirits, this is a story that my mom told me a lot growing up, and it's so interesting. And I'm actually going to tell you a bit about this because even in the Bible, there are stories where they're communing with mediums. There are actually instances in the Bible, and this one I'm going to share with you, where people are actually connecting with mediums. So in the Bible, communicating with spirits, there is this story of King Saul, and he actually consulted a medium of Endor to communicate with the spirit of a prophet, Samuel. And this is actually in 1 Samuel 28. And it's often referenced as an example of spirit communication within the context of ancient Judaic tradition. Here we go. So the story with this is that Samuel was a prophet and would get all kinds of information and he would consult the king and the king would take that information and make decisions to rule. Samuel was very connected. He was connected to God. He was getting all of these clairvoyant images and downloads and messages and he shared it with King Saul. King Saul was so dependent 
on Samuel that when Samuel died, he actually consulted a medium to basically summon and get information from Samuel so he could continue ruling the kingdom. Now, here's where it goes a little awry. When Samuel died, he contacted this medium. And apparently the information that the medium gave wasn't accurate. The king got the information from the medium, took the advice. The information did not pan out as given. So it sounds like there's a bit of a prediction in there. And it didn't work out. Terrible decision. Bad things happen. And then from that moment on, King Saul actually banned anybody from consulting with mediums and seers and clairvoyants and mystics and spiritual people. And then that's where we see in the book of Leviticus where it actually says, you can't do this. He basically made it law. Okay. So I always asked my mom, I said, in the Bible, it says that we don't do this because of King Saul's story. So you're telling me that King Saul had one bad issue, one bad occurrence with the medium. He had one bad apple. And then that makes all the rest of the mediums bad and that we're no longer able to consult with them. How does that even make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like if somebody gets married and they get divorced because that doesn't work out. Does that mean that there aren't other suitable partners out there that could be a benefit to them? That, I mean, one bad partner means everybody else is tainted. It's just pretty extreme, right? And it also gets me thinking, why is the king in the position that he is in? If he was so dependent on this prophet Samuel, where does his rule or quality of rule even come in to be a king? It gets you thinking. And I could never get an answer. I could never get an answer. And so to me, that was a red flag right there. There has to be something more to it. There can't be just one bad medium. And now every other medium is a a charlatan and fraudulent. Doesn't make sense. Okay. Now, if we start looking at the yoga texts within Hinduism and ancient yoga texts, such as like the Yoga Sutras or their Padajali mention the CDs or psychic powers that practitioners may develop, including like clairvoyance, telepathy, and other abilities that are akin to mediumship. Now, if we start looking at ancient Greek and Roman mythology, there's the Oracle of Delphi. And in ancient Greek and Roman mythology, the Oracle of Delphi actually served as this medium through whom the god Apollo would speak and then would provide prophetic guidance and insights to those that were seeking answers. Interesting, right? And If we start looking at shamanic practices, there are many indigenous cultures that have traditions of shamans or spiritual leaders who communicate with the spirit world on behalf of their communities, often serving as intermediaries between the physical world and the spiritual realms. And as somebody who is indigenous, I know firsthand how deeply that connection with our loved ones, with our ancestors can be so profound and so meaningful. And so I really love that we're able to talk about how we can still have these religions, but see how so many of their understandings of spirituality and how they receive that prophetic information or that divine information can actually be viewed as mediumistic, right? You could be of any kind of different religion or faith But what's really important is that we respect everybody's ability to recognize mediumship for what it is for them. Now, I personally believe that mediumship is such a sacred, sacred craft 
and that we're representatives for the world of spirit. We are a voice for the spirit. And when we're doing this work, we need to have a reference for it, a respect for it, right? While still allowing ourselves to embrace our faith. Now, I really want to encourage people to be open-minded and to really respect that there are going to be people of so many different diverse beliefs, so many different religions that are going to be mediums. And whether you agree with their faith or not, recognize that there's a commonality between all of you, that you're a spirit, you're, they're a spirit. You're all having a human experience while you're in this physical form. But at your true nature, you're all part of the divine. You're all expressions of the divine, okay? And I think it's really, really important that we acknowledge and honor the beliefs of others and just make sure we find a common ground, okay? Because at the end of the day, all of us are on this incredible pursuit of spiritual understanding and growth because that's the whole point of being here on this physical journey, right? And when we are looking at mediumship with respect to the religious context, I really feel like it's important that I emphasize, I can never emphasize enough, the importance of integrity and honesty and ethical conduct in all of our interactions with all of our connections with the world of spirit. It is because of their generosity and their love that we're even able to do this work. Okay. And I truly believe that those that are on the other side, loving us, guiding us, supporting us, whether that is our loved ones, whether that is an ascended master, a spirit guide, a healer, an angel, that they are all motivated by love. And in my belief and my philosophy and my understanding is that God is love. So then I feel and I'm open to believe that all of those beautiful souls that are there with you and I every single day, helping us through our path, helping us move closer to enlightenment, are being inspired and motivated by the divine, by that God force energy, by the universe, whatever name you use to identify your higher power. Okay. And, and recognize that when we're doing this work, that it's not because we're special. All of us are special. We're not special because we're mediums. We're special because we are these beautiful souls. We have this force within us that is come here to the physical world to do good, to help people remember what love is all about because love is our true nature. And everything that we go through in our life is, I feel like a remembrance of love, a return to love, to help us embody love and share love and create this wave of healing that is needed so desperately in the world. And if we can marry our religious faith and understanding and beliefs with mediumship, that is some potent stuff right there. That is some stuff that can help teach people how to really be the best version of themselves, how to allow that life force energy, that divine essence of pure love, God, source, universe, to channel through you on a daily basis where you then your life becomes a moving prayer. Your life becomes a testament of the power that is within each of us. It's incredible. So when we're looking at the religion and the blending of the mediumship, we always want to do everything with integrity and honesty and ethics, right? And, and our principles as, as being ethical mediums very much aligns with so many of the moral teachings of a lot of the religions I just mentioned, Christianity, the Oracle of Delphi, in Hinduism, and Catholicism, and a lot of the Native American and a lot of the First Nations religions as well, right? 
there is that understanding. And so we can definitely marry the two of them together. I really would love for us to even explore this idea of creating supportive communities where people can explore their mediumship while they are embracing their faith and within the context of their religious beliefs without fear or shame or feeling like they're going to be ostracized from their faith. And looking at mediumship as an expression of how our creator can actually work through us. Because I truly believe that in our work as psychic mediums, we in our own way are like missionaries. Now, if you don't know what a missionary is, let me tell you. So when I was growing up in the Christian church, there were people that were called missionaries. And what they would do is they would go to different places. They would volunteer. They would be of service to communities. They would help build houses. They would work in a soup kitchen. They would do all kinds of things to help people that were less fortunate. And they were touching souls while at the same time sharing information about God. Now, as mediums, we can definitely, in our own way, we're conflict missionaries because what are we doing? We're helping people connect to their own divine essence, that inner guidance system within. But we're also touching the souls of people where their mind is more expansive and open to the possibility that this life we have of ours is eternal. It's not temporary. It is a continuation on and that there's so many different aspects of ourself that we can discover if we open ourselves up to these religious and spiritual thoughts and ideas. And when we're able to connect with one another and share openly, we can see that I personally believe that as mediums, we're allowing that beautiful, creative, healing power of the divine to flow through us, to help in its own way spread the message that there is no such thing as death, that there is no such thing as an ending of our physical lives, that yes, our physical body will pass away, but our souls are always going to continue to live and exist and thrive and communicate between the worlds. And I just feel like there's so much value of having this open dialogue and allowing one another to share our experiences and being able to connect in and find guidance from mentors who can really offer some support and insight from both religious and mediumistic perspectives, because I think in that is going to cause a wave of liberation where so many people were hiding who they truly are, who they've been hiding from so many people, their natural psychic and mediumistic abilities because of fear of feeling like they have to choose. And that's the whole point of this episode today, you guys, is that you don't have to choose, that there are commonalities and so much of the integrity and the ethics of religion are actually shared within the body of work that we do as mediums. And so however you identify God or the divine, know that you can still fully commit to your faith and your belief. And it is in no way by developing your mediumship ever going to sever that connection. Nothing can ever separate you from the love of God, from the love of your creator, from the love of the divine. Nothing. And here's something I want to go back to. When I was growing up, I had to study scripture and Bible study and all of that. My parents even had home groups, home groups where people from the church would come over and they would have a Bible study. They would have a scripture that they would read out of the Bible, and then there'd be group discussion and Q&A. I would listen to a lot of these. And there's a scripture in the Bible where it says, we are made in the image of God. So if we look at ourselves as spiritual beings who've been made in the image of God and we're born with these natural abilities, then to me, 
it would be reasonable to consider or to think that God is the one who put these abilities within us to be used for the highest good, to help serve humanity, to help share love, to help bring that incredible knowledge that life after life does exist. And so I hope by sharing these thoughts and some of these things that have been really heavy on my heart here, and I'm really much been inspired by the world of spirit to share with you that they're going to help you feel supported in some way and perhaps maybe answer some questions for you. And I would love to know what you think about today's topic and how it's resonated with you. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me through my email and get a hold of me at my website, mediumcourtneydawson.com, or reach out to me on my socials, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, at Medium Courtney Dawson, because I'd love to keep this community open and and have the open dialogue with you because I don't claim to have all the answers. I am a mediumship teacher, but I recognize I don't know everything. I learn so much from my listeners. I learn so much from my students. And that is what the Connected Spirit School and the Connected Spirit Podcast is all about, is having that community of support where we can share openly and have that open dialogue, share our experiences, and help guide one another with love and compassion. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Connected Spirit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed diving into this beautiful conversation. And if you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps me reach more people who can benefit from these conversations. Remember, you're not alone in your spiritual journey. So stay connected with me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. My handle is at Medium Courtney Dawson. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter, The Connected Spirit, and the link is in the show notes. Keep exploring, keep growing, and always remember that there's a greater purpose guiding you on this incredible journey. Until next time, stay connected and embrace the power of your spirit.